While Beauty Lab and Laser is a professionally licensed medical facility, the hosts of this podcast are not medical professionals, nor do they claim to be. The opinions on this podcast are for entertainment only. Please seek a licensed medical professional for all medical questions. Hi, and welcome to Live Love Lab, the behind-the-scenes podcast from our great sponsor, Beauty Lab and Laser, the very best med spa in Salt Lake City. Going to be coming to you from two locations soon. Beauty Lab and Laser, where you can get all your cosmetic injections <laughs> from their qualified, trained medical professionals, but also not be subjected to extra gratuities, tips, upsells, commissions, or overly priced medical-grade product. We sell our product at cost plus shipping, and we do not uh, commission for sales on product at all, or mm-hmm. do we accept tips. So your continued loyalty is the only gratuity we need at Beauty Lab and Laser. And because of that, we are proud to have them sponsor Live Love Lab. They're, they're such great sponsors. They're the best, honestly. <laughs> the, the women that own that company, they get it, you know. You can tell that their why is not about the money. Their why is about, you know, changing the world. Yes, the people, the people of it all. Yeah. Well, that was quite a mouthful, and one might think I earned myself a snack. <laughs> it's now time for Sexy Sounds with Heather Gay. That was Dre's version of a slow build-up, folks. <laughs> Just so you know, I lobbed over a softball to her to say, what sounds good to you today, Heather, that you might want to eat on the mic you guys the response for the asmr sexy sounds with heather gay has been through the roof people are riveted riveted <laughs> that to the point where i feel compelled to eat and i'm happy about that so i have a very special snack today none other than well i'm gonna first i'm gonna do the sound and i want you to be imagining first of all how lucky this food is to be asmr'd by me mm-hmm. but then also imagine what it could possibly be and then I'm going to have Dre guess because we know she'll just be like I think it's boom (laughs) (laughs) rice crispy treats (laughs) so we'll have we'll have Dre tease out some clues okay okay no further ado delicious i mean it's one of my favorite snacks that exist that was so delicious that it didn't even need the accoutrement that usually comes with it true okay that's a good that's that's how that's a good clue it's a good clue usually when i'm eating something that sounds like this you need a little bit of a can't even make any sound here's here's it with the accoutrement I'm going to venture to say, say that it sounds the exact same with or without. Nope. But... There you go, Saul, so don't feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> what was I eating today, Dre? You were eating uh, Juanita's tortilla chips. This is like a s- total staff staple at Beauty Lab and Laser. Yes, it is. Juanita, she's the seventh man, if you will. And uh, we have about seven bags in our, <laughs> in our Juanitas kitchen. Juanitas are the best uh, 
grocery store tortilla chips, I think oh, you can get. Absolutely. They're like kind of oily and salty in a good way. Yeah. Oily in a good way. Yeah. Like They're not dry. Like a guy from the Jersey Shore, you exactly. know? Exactly. They're the Jersey Shore of chips. They've got just enough grease, perfect amount of salt, light, crispy, but dense enough to really hold the salsa and the dips. And that's a that's kind of the golden triangle of tortilla chips, and we found it in Juanitas. I think Josefinas are good too. I, I like Josefinas. I like Josefinas. Too. And if I'm in a gas station situation, my go-to is the Tostitos white corn. Yes, mine too. Mm-hmm. It's got a good flavor. Yeah. If, or Sentitas, but Sentitas is people think it's a bargain basement chip, but I like it. I like them too. Yeah, I think yeah. they're good. White corn, not the yellow. Agreed. Um, well, that was our chips and salsa ASMR. And now I have to show restraint for the rest of the podcast and not, <laughs> you, there's just a pile of that. chips and, and <laughs> salsa right in front of me, but I'll just distract myself with a hot tamale. There we go. Hey. They're always here. <laughs> Never too far away. Well, um, so we're, we have been looking over our old pa- podcast and the outlines that we used to do and kind of the structure and we wanted to bring back just the tip. Yeah, we love Just the Tip. It was a fun little segment we used to do back in the old days. Back in the old days when Just the Tip was a thrill and a pleasure. <laughs> and now Just the Tip feels like, oh, Just the Tip, you know. But <laughs> but we're bringing it back. We're bringing it back because we've got a lot of Just the Tips to share. I mean, I feel like all of our Just the Tips could be its own podcast. For sure. But we don't, we don't have time for that. So we Ain't nobody give, got time for that. <laughs> so we're going to give everyone a little life hack or like you know, a little behind the scenes beauty lab secret yeah. kind of thing. But it's it's going to be just the tip. And Heather, what is our just the tip for the day? Well, I'll tell you, it's hard to narrow it down to one. But since we're going to this podcast is weekly, thank heavens, you know, we won't give away all of our life hacks. But um, these tips pour out of me like hot lava. You I know, know that. I know they do. Right? They just pour out. But this one is actually a plug and a tip because I have long been kind of a I'm not a big credit card girl okay you know yeah I'm like a I'm a cash girl I'm a kind of bootstrap girl I'm a if I don't have it in my hand I won't spend it and I um have a platinum American Express card now and I didn't realize that that gave any like that that served my life in any way which way or form I mean I'd never cared but I realized on our recent trip that if you have booked your room with the American Express Platinum, you get a late checkout. You don't have to check no out till idea. 4 p.m. as you know, as opposed to the 11, 12 p.m.ers. That card is like, and I think it's a genius tip to get people to use their credit card because when you're dealing with like high-end credit cards at a certain level, yeah. certain threshold, there's not a lot of perks that you can find, you know, that are that are money, you know monetary yeah yeah. you want perks that allow you to have a special privilege that's awkward to ask for a pain in the ass if the you know maids are knocking every day or on the door and it's not super expensive to like pay Mm -hmm. the late late checkout it's like a couple hundred bucks but it's just a pain in the ass yeah and you would just like them to just put you know a quarantine mark on your door and say don't come service our room until after 4 p.m today Because we want to go to the pool with our kids. We want to get a leisurely lunch. I want to bring all the kids home. I want to shower them before our flight. Yes. I want to make sure everyone goes to the bathroom. I want to make sure everyone washes their hands. And I want to load them in the car and go straight to the airport. 
But very, very few flights allow you to have that type of a leisurely vacation Completely. day and still accomplish that. Yeah. We were talking about that while we were there of like how I always try to book a morning flight because it is a pain in the ass to try to like do something before you leave because you have to get your all of your stuff packed up. You have to check out. You have to be out of your room. You have to know everything you need, not only for that day, but then for the flight. You have to make yep. sure your liquids are separate. You have to make sure your, you know, your yeah. laptop's in a place that you can access it. You have to... Be ready for an airplane yeah. when you still might want to shop and buy things or swim or Completely. shower. Yeah. Or it's real, it's like if you were at the beach or at the pool, pure nightmare. Oh, yeah. Pure nightmare because then you're going on the plane with, you know, wet clothes and whatever. Sand in and your crotch. Yeah, because you can't you can't shower. But I had no idea about the late checkout yeah, it, thing. It was, so I cool. saw it on a commercial and I thought, no, wait a minute. I got to. Late checkout, I but know. I didn't actually need the late checkout. But moving forward, yeah. I realized how what a cool tip that is. So, like, how is Amex not screaming about this? I don't know because maybe it gets maybe they are, and we're just not listening. Well, I mean, who watches commercials anymore? If anyway? a tree falls in the forest and no one hears, is it what's that phrase? Is it dead? I don't know. Did it really happen or something? Did it really happen? Does it make a sound? Oh, does it make, does a, it sound? make a sound? There we go. The yeah. sound of silence. <laughs> That's our theme song. There it is. Sing yeah. the first line. Hello, darkness, my old friend. There you go, folks. I come to da -da -do Talk again. To with you again. <laughs> but I feel I wanna <laughs> Okay, well, so let's talk about this trip. Yeah, That's, New York City, that, baby. We, we need to download it. Start spreading the news. I'm leaving today. <laughs> Do you know the next line? I want to be a part of it. New York, New York. Sorry, that's my David Sedaris singing impression. He and it's I do a good. great, you know. A little duet. <laughs> Judy Garland <laughs> in the basement. Um, I would love to do a duet with David Sedaris. I know. He's coming in concert. Oh, he is? Yeah. Yay. I know, it should be good. I bought tickets, not for you. I'm just kidding. I, I haven't... <laughs> It's all, everything's a mess with I know, COVID. So I know, the tickets I that know. we've purchased are now like regurgitated three times over. Yeah. Similar to our Indigo Girls tickets. I know, which we need to just do a separate podcast on that. Yeah, because the grief is too heavy. I know. The grief, so, the grief cloud descends upon us all. So let's talk about why were you in New York? I was in New York to have my first public television appearance on Watch What Happens Live, like in person. Yeah. I've been on it four times before, but never... I've never been in the clubhouse. I've never been in the green room. I've never sat in the chair. Okay. So before when you were on um, with Andy, it was always Zoom? Always via Zoom. Okay. but And you met him in person at the reunion? Yes. Met in person at the reunion. But that is not at the clubhouse. No. Obviously. I don't even know where that was. It was like some strange soundstage somewhere. I, okay. I thought it was because I had the anticipation that's where I was returning yeah. to because I'm just a, a small town girl from the, hit, from the weeds. <laughs> And so I didn't know that there was more than one soundstage where Andy does his business. <laughs> yeah, that was, um, that it was so fun to see you there. Like on, on in Watch the, What Happens yeah, Live. Yeah, in, in the clubhouse. clubhouse and, physically. And we had like talked about that, that how exciting it was because as you, you know, referenced on your appearance there that you are kind of a COVID housewife, right? Yes. Like a lot of your press has been without pants, Zoom. without yeah. any pants on whatsoever. <laughs> Which I have to say, Peeps has worked for me. What has been like your favorite one? My favorite television appearance? Not, I'm just going to say any press and I, I'm, I'm predicting what you're going to say. 
Really? Yeah. I, I think I know what your favorite, like Zoom or yeah, remote. I, I mean, I, I think I know, but now I'm scared. The truth is I have a lot of favorites at, for different reasons, but like, let me just mouth what you think is my all time. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> well, tis true. I had a sexual awakening doing press at one point, and I might as well admit it. Yeah, like that. But that was like, was that considered press? I mean, that's a thing. No, I, I had a threesome. Not. You guys, I had a threesome <laughs> with Listen to Liz and Darren Carp, and it was amazing. On <laughs> scissoring isn't a thing podcast and okay. that was a podcast that was yeah a- so maybe that's not officially press right yeah that was more like us falling in love <laughs> simultaneously and all at once suddenly and all at once I loved being on that podcast because it didn't even feel like a podcast or press yeah and my second to that one would be Danny Pellegrino Oh, of course. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I forgot. And that's about why I, that's why it was a little bit funny that she said scissoring isn't a thing because it's um, that one was quite fundamental in my sexual awakening. I know. Because if I were going to if the needle on that scale was going to move for me, that podcast would have done it. I thought, Wait, maybe I love these guys. Maybe I am a lesbian. I've never even considered it. You know, I'm just like my pioneer ancestors. I'm blazing new trails. I could blaze a new trail down the lady lunch path I don't know what do you call it I have no idea well I thought you were more well versed in the nomenclature well (laughs) what is the preferred nomenclature of dipping your toe in the lady pond Um, there you go scissoring isn't a thing podcast could we do it dm me for collab (laughs) dm me for products um I'm gonna actually hopefully see Liz when I take Ashley to school next week oh good she doesn't uh, ghost me I know, but I, I know you love her. So. It's our first official date. You were supposed to be there for that. You could still come out. I know. When is it? I don't know if I want to share. Okay. All right. No, we'll, I want we'll you talk to, no, offline I, I would love this. you to we'll come out. Every, you this. know what the theme should be is every time I go on a trip with Ashley that you come to. Because <laughs> I think it works out better for all of us. What was it? So basically, we, I flew to New York to be on Watch What Happens Live. I took Ashley. She's my 18-year-old daughter as a kind of last hurrah mother-daughter trip before she leaves for school next week. And um, Dre had things that you know, she has this business she had to run or something. I don't know. <laughs> so she had to come a day later. But um, when she walked into our room, she'd taken the red eye. So it was like early, early in the morning. And I'm sure a little bit surreal for you. But she walked into our room. And what was it that Ashley said to you? Oh, thank God you're here. <laughs> <laughs> or something to that effect. Yes, it's word for word. <laughs> she said, to keep my mom from descending into the deep, dark hole that she's perched upon. <laughs> Well, it's funny because there is a little bit more to like the whole origin story of why I even, my ass even ended up out there in New York. And it's like, truly. Do tell, do tell. Because like, it was, a, I was having a bad week. I've been having a bad time lately. This is the truth of it. And, you know, but we had, to, and you had originally invited me, like, you can totally come, but I'm like, no, it's yours and Ashley's thing. Like, and plus there's the business and whatever. But then I kind of had called you in dire straits. And, you know, I had planned on this other thing happening and that didn't pan out. And you were just like, get on a plane. You need to be here. And so I did. I sent the plane for her, folks. <laughs> get on the plane. Don't ask questions. Yeah. And we're so, so glad and you so came. And so like I was kind of tender and just, you know, in my feels and you were in your feels and we just needed to be together. 
Because Dre's my husband. <laughs> and you are my wife. <laughs> Thank you, Father. Thank you. Father. Father. But I was stressed out about like invading on your and Ashley's time. Yeah, but did you feel like you invaded? Not at all. I felt like I was... One of the girls. Just one of the girls. It was so <laughs> much fun. We did have so much fun. In fact, we had so much fun, we wanted to ask the perennial question, what was our rose and thorn of the trip? But because it was the big apple, we're ca- going to call it what? Apple and worm. What was your What was your Granny Smith and your... Um, what's the name? Crab apple. Right? That's the bad one. Oh. Oh, wait. Are you saying Granny Smith is the bad? Well, see, that metaphor doesn't quite work because it's not two apples when we're comparing rose and thorn. We're not saying what's your, you know, cabbage rose and what's your rosebud. We're saying rose and thorn. So what's the bad side of a beautiful apple? A I mean, worm. the worm. Yeah. yeah. Well, I really Hot lava babies. that one out. Well, it's fine because it's <laughs> the apple and the worm. I was trying to think of that little um, orange and yellow worm that's Rick, the Richard Scary Sesame Street oh, worm. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I love that worm. I know. It's a great worm. Yeah, it is. He's, it's, you know, when there can be nothing bad about a trip that was pretty much spectacular, we have to like search and that's the worm I envision because I'm such a positive person that chooses to live in the light. (laughs) (laughs) So New York, New York, it had been one year since I'd been there. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Last time I was in New York was during, uh, well, it wasn't really the pure pandemic, but it was, it was January. It was reunion. I hadn't been back. Yeah. So it's been nine months. Yeah. That's right. And it was really traveling really at all. No. And it was really different this time. Oh, yeah. Because even though like the pandemic is still happening, it was like full lockdown still when we were there. Mm -hmm. We had to have you had to show papers everywhere. You know how in all of the World War Two movies like papers, please papers. And I've never understood like Mm -hmm. what what are these papers they have to present to everyone? Yeah. I think I asked my parents. They're like, oh, just like they're, you know, showing their proof of citizenship and showing that, you know, I just thought papers. Yeah. But it's like we had to present our papers to go to go into a gas station to go anywhere. You have yeah. to show your papers, and it has they have to match the ID to your your vax card uh-huh. to your ID mm-hmm. and the date on your vax card to the yeah. current date. They have to do all three of those points before you can dine indoors or shop or. Yeah, I know it was crazy. But when we went out there in January, you couldn't even like it was closed. Yeah, we ate outside. Yeah, in January it was I in was, Manhattan. Yeah, and. You know, it's funny because I like I was getting a little frustrated because I'm like, I freaking hate the mess. I have my vaccination. Just let me live. But I heard someone saying, I can't remember. You weren't there, but it was in New York. And someone was saying, you know, New York is really scared. We are really, really scared of another lockdown. Uh, So many people got sick. So many people died. And, you know, and it gave it softened my heart a little bit, Mm -hmm. to be honest. And I was like, you know what? I need to not complain and just be grateful that you know, we're here, but well, cause California is still, you know, struggling. I think when I was looking at, um, hotels for Santa Barbara, like, I mean, it's just ravaged that industry. Like a lot oh. of them are all, all those boutique hotels we used to stay in all closed, you know? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I know it's been so hard on, on so many industries. On so many industries. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I'll tell you one thing though, you can still find a fake wallet in Chinatown. <laughs> you sure can. <laughs> Those women, they it's like they smell us walking down the street. They're just like, here they come. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Bring out the laminated <laughs> sheets, guys. Bring out the laminated sheets. Shove it right in their hands. You only need to know three words. We're going to pay you $50. All you need to know are three words. Rolex, Gucci, Louis Vuitton. Yeah. <laughs> and just say it over and over and over. And then anything they ask you, just say yes. 
<laughs> so Ashley got to see um, the little bit of the black market in Chinatown. But that was really fun to kind of show her the city. I know. It was so fun. It was her first time in New York. Yeah, never been there. We did the first night before Dre got there. We did the Ferris wheel in Times Square, which I didn't think I would like. But some beautiful, wonderful, gracious fan uh, showed me how to do the VIP so we didn't have to wait in line. We just oh. could pay the extra money to get right on the Ferris wheel. You, anyone can do it, but you just have to pay more. Right. You know. Right. And I'm rich, so I did. <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't have to wait in line, so it wasn't like what I thought it would be. And it was fantastic to see the city that way. I mean, it felt a little cliche, and I felt silly, like as basic as they come, you know, and yeah. kind of like rolling my eyes because you want to be eating like – you know, Mexican corn in a bodega. You know, I want to be eating like Cuban food in the village. I don't want to be on the Ferris wheel in Times Square, but I looked back at my pictures and the joy and the wonder on her face. And she's not like a sheltered, dumb girl. Yeah, she's a totally. Cool, she's she's well-traveled. Like, yeah, yeah, a cool girl. And she was lit up. She's like, it feels like the noonday sun. Oh, and so of course I say lean like sometimes you have to lean into like the touristy things. There are such cool things. You see it with new eyes when you have a kid. You see everything with new eyes and you learn to embrace it because you don't want your Eeyore ass to bring anybody down. Yeah. If your 18 year old wants to ride the Ferris wheel, be so glad that she doesn't want to like go to a BDSM club. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I was thrilled to be there with her and I was actually grateful because I wouldn't have ever done it totally and it will be such a special memory that you guys have in the pictures and everything like and such a cool view of New York City in Times Square you know that whole beautiful thing yeah it is it's iconic this is just a a little bit of a diversion but when I say um noonday sun to you what comes to mind noonday sun hold on like a song lyric to me possibly possibly yeah yeah. I will hum it oh how lovely was the Morning, radiant beam the sun above, brightly beaming, but it was like bright, it's like brighter far, the noonday sun. I actually really love that song. About the first vision, which was true and happened. Is that what you mean, Dre? Do you know why you love that song? You know because what? it's true. <laughs> oh, how I, lovely. I'm going to stand in my truth. You can stand in yours. This is my beloved. It is a beautiful Hear song. Him. Oh, how sweet the words. Yeah. The glorious prayer was answered. <laughs> oh, that's like fourth verse. Deep. I know. Wow. That's brighter than the noonday sun, Times Square. And then they're, they are, you guys, bringing Book of Mormon the musical back. I did not <gasps> think the Book of Mormon the musical. Did I did not think that it could either. If you quite offensive things about, you know, colonization (laughs) in general and uh, just white privilege and Mormon, you know, white boy supremacy, which is inevitable. Yes. But luckily the South Park guys, you know, they're geniuses and they find a way to make our most painful charged topics. I don't want to say palatable, but at least put them in such obnoxious parody that we can, you know, yeah. heal and laugh about it. And I, it a little bit more, yeah, I yeah. hope that they're going to do that because some of those songs I want to play, but I know that it's just too sensitive of a time. Like Salt Lake City. Yeah. The land that mama told. <laughs> I will get you by just follow that white boy. That's like a great song, it is, you know, it is. but it's, I, I, so I'm curious to see how they're going to do it, but I saw all the ads. They said it's opening in November. Oh my gosh. Kay. It's happening. Kay. So the Mormons are back, the folks. Are Not back. just season two of Salt Lake City Housewives, but season whatever of Book of Mormon Musical on wow. Broadway. So good Kay. luck to them. We, we'll have to go watch. Yeah. I did love it. So. Place called Utah. <laughs> 
So anyway, the streets are paved with gold. Talk to us about, I mean, how was your experience on Watch, Watch What Happens Live? I don't know if you saw it. Did you see it? I saw it. Loved it was, it. It was so fun. It was so fun. I had Jake Cohen as the bartender who was my, all my friends are on the internet, as is he. He's this genius uh, sh- videographer, chef, social media whiz. Okay. But his book is called Jew-ish, and he has basically... Uh, I don't even know how to say it. He's taken everything about, I'm going to say this. He's like the Julia Child for millennials. He's taken all of the blank space and like wasted time from cooking shows and cooking channels and made it like canonized it and made it uh, millennial friendly. So like I can see how to make his avocado toast in a minute. Oh, that's amazing. I can see how to make his like vodka penne in a minute, in 90 seconds, okay. I see it all. And it's an aerial camera view and he's telling me how and he's showing me the ingredients and he's simplifying it. He's saying, throw in some butter, throw in some olive oil, stir it around, brown your onion, add a couple glugs of vodka, chew it up. And then he, he always takes like a signature bite at the end. And I just want to make out with him. That is amazing. Well, the book. And he's gorgeous. The, IRL, you guys. G-R-G-S-I-R-L. I mean, the book that you, he gave you, the cookbook. Yeah. It's beautiful. Beautiful. It is a beautiful. Yes. And very, very cool. Yeah. And it sleek appeals and, to every sense. Yes. Yeah. I loved it. What and he, he s- was adorable. Right? I didn't see him in person, but on the show, he, he's darling. Tell the folks why you didn't see him in person, Dre. Because you, you, your flight, you couldn't get there by no. the time. We filmed early. Yeah, filmed I couldn't like, get there and my flight got delayed. It was a bit of a shit show. We called a CF. Yeah, But exactly. she got there. Yes. And he uh, did an inscription in the book. And yeah. I'm buying it for everyone. I should have bought it for everyone for the high holy days. But like like the shit sky I am, I'm buying <laughs> shit sky I am. How do I even say that? Shit, I don't know. I only know how to spell it because I read ju- I read Yiddish. I don't speak it. <laughs> um, but... I'm buying it for everyone for Christmas. I know. <laughs> Celebrate it, it is the a Savior beautiful, with the book Jewish. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And I love I love that you got to be on there with him because I know that like you have been friends and totally. you've been looking forward to meeting him and it, it was, was kind thrill. of kind of a like great oh, we call that in the industry a crossover moment. Okay. It was a crossover moment. It was moment. a great crossover yeah. moment. It was a crossover moment. Ashley's not twenty one, so she couldn't sit in the audience, but we did get to meet everybody afterward. Yeah. And I got to eat his hala and I got to talk to Andy and sit with Mia Thornton and it was all fantastic and fun and just is it a blur I feel like it would be a blur or do it's you rem- a total blur yeah like I have to see things they asked me back I'm like oh yeah I vaguely remember them asking me that because the cameras are on you they have you walk out a door kind of like you're the next contestant on watch what happens live and they're like just walk toward Andy and they're like saying to me like I'm not going to be able to do that like yeah walk toward Andy walk toward Andy and I'm like <laughs> Where is Andy? And so you you walk, they open this door and the lights are on and the crowd's all hyped up and there's somebody with a microphone and I'm like, where's Andy? Yeah. And then I'm like, do I walk to him? Do I do a sidewalk? Like, you know what I mean? And wave to the audience because it's not, it's just, it's, you're, it's so surreal. It's like, you know, have you ever seen Any Given Sunday, the movie? Yeah. With Al Pacino and Cameron Diaz. It's just a phenomenal, phenomenal film. And Jamie Foxx, shout out. Um, I felt like those opening sequences showed what it was like to be on like the offensive line of like a football, an NFL team, uh-huh. like the bone crunching, the grunting, the speed of it. Yes. Like the fact that like the whistle blows and it is coming at you like a speed train. Right. And for some reason, that's what it felt like. Like mm. I felt like I was in those opening scenes of the football game on any given Sunday where it's just like sitting down. Here's a drink. We're live. Here's some challah. Eat the bread. Yeah. And I'm like chewing the bread. 
and everything's going in slow motion for me, but they're still doing a live television show. So I'm looking for a napkin or a drink or, you know, I, yeah, I don't think there's no way you can chew that big of a bite and swallow it. In, Especially at Hala. Yeah. yeah. And in the under in the time that it takes to answer three or four questions, which is like right. less than 30 seconds. You know? right. So it's, it's overwhelming, but a thrill and fun and kind of like, you know, a game show. Right. So you you get inundated a little bit. But like I, I loved it. I loved every minute of it. And um, well, it was really fun to watch you on uh, on the show. And I mean, are you used to seeing yourself on TV? I don't at all? look at it. I see the sec- I see the little blurbs on Instagram, but I don't watch it because it's just totally not fun or okay. enjoyable for me. Because it's it's like so funny. I because like I don't think I'm. It still blows my mind, but like it's completely commonplace to my kids now to just like, see me. On I TV. told you like the other day, Roman walked in and they were playing a commercial for Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, and he was like, "Oh, there's Heather." <laughs> In his like raspy, deep voice. There's Heather. There's Heather. And it was like, it was so funny. And I was like, okay, love that that's just completely normal to them. There's my mom's friend. Yeah. It's so funny. It is funny. Like, it's easy for me to listen to funny things, or it's like, or, um, to see like I can watch the scenes where I'm like snowmobiling because it's like once removed but when it's just your face like in a confessional sure. I'm just yeah. like, you can't watch yourself objectively it's too uncomfortable yeah. for me at least yeah but so I haven't watched the whole thing but I know that if I could probably like clear any misconceptions up I would just be very very clear about the fact that like I um everything about my life is about like supporting victims of all sorts of pain you know sure yes um and I would never support criminal acts or behavior on anyone. And I would certainly never in- endorse anyone that was hurting other people. Of but, course not. But the reality of this situation in our lives is that we have friends that do bad things and make bad choices every single day. And they are still, by name and title alone, our friends. Yeah. So you don't get to pick and choose when, when you shit all over them. You know right. what I mean? Like yeah. Because this is a great time for me to say, pull out all the horrible things that people have done to me you know Mm -hmm. that I'm not that's not I'm not taking opportunities to be low right well it's not your platform man like you it's that's just not you it's just not you know I want everyone to do right by everyone yeah and I think that uh we do reap what we sow and I think that when when hard times come for our friends sometimes it's by pure you know misfortune and sometimes it's by their own their own doing and I don't think that I should determine whether or not I extend compassion based on that circumstance yeah if a friend is in pain whether it's by their own doing or by the fact that life is hard and sucks I still want to render aid yeah that's just how I feel absolutely and be it right or wrong I could say a lot of PC answers that cover my ass and make me look politically correct and make me look you know a champion in the streets but that's I just, I don't feel the need to. I don't have enough pain in my life to, you know, lob anything out at others. Does that yeah, make sense? Yeah, absolutely. It totally does. I know. You always want to just tear people down. You just want to try to lift when you can or not shit on them when it's already bad enough. Peeps. Yeah. Yeah. And supporting and loving someone does not mean that you condone their behavior or, no. you know what I mean? I want to kind of say to the world, no one's getting away with anything. Yeah. You know, people tell you that they're happy. They've got it all. Obviously, that is a lie and a facade. Yeah. 
So everybody, everybody hurts sometimes. <laughs> and no one is beyond redemption. No You've one, said that, no one like, is beyond redemption. That's such a mantra for us. You know? And if I, if I were to live my life by that sort, I wouldn't be friends with a lot of people in my yeah, life. Like anyone. <laughs> like anyone. Yeah, I'd be very lonely. Oh, lonely girl. But that's, that was a total highlight. But the true, true, true apple and worm for me was the fact that we got to do all of the ground zero stuff on our last day there. Yes, that was so Because great. I'm so used to just being so ADD that I have to wake up, fly out the same day that, you know, I can't do an activity because mm-hmm. I can't, I can't plan an outfit that works for, you know, shopping and the plane or sure. works for ground zero and, you know, yeah. the sky club. It's just hard for me. Totally. But it, we did so good, Heather. Like, we did we so were, many things. We were out pretty late the night before but we like made ourselves go to bed we could have stayed up and I know you and Ashley stayed up like kind of late a little bit but yeah because we sent you those nudes <laughs> <laughs> that's how you said currently <laughs> and like I went to my room immediately went to sleep and and so we were like okay no we're waking up at eight mm-hmm. and we're going to be out of here at 9 30 and we, yeah, we had freaking... breakfast reservations at Sarah Beth's at yeah. nine and we made it happen yeah, we did and, and we ate our lemon ricotta pancakes oh, and it was delicious we did not get to drink the forget about it which was like a fig infused vodka with lime juice and some peach schnapps yeah. which we're gonna make i know but i almost wonder if it's better that, that we didn't you, because we had glorified it because of the brilliant name true true and, i mean i'm a sucker for a good name oh same and but we did have we had like mimosas right and they were so good we had yeah the bellini and, and then we had the what was that scramble the, the, oh, mushroom, the mushroom truffle mushroom truffle popovers yeah, those were delicious so, so sarah bath shout out to you shout out to david our waiter with the cool sleeve tattoos yeah and we said david we've got world one observatory tickets we're gonna go 102 floors in 47 seconds and we can't be there obviously one second late for that so is it possible for us to come in have the full sarah best experience for ashley Mm -hmm. and still make it to ground zero and david made that happen oh yeah in under 40 minutes sarah beth's they they took park avenue you did take great care of us yeah it was great so okay so that's your your, your rose. My rose is that I got an extra day out of a phenomenal trip because at yeah. this point, I mean, it's as equally thrilling for me to meet Andy as it is terrifying because I'm always scared I'm going to just screw it up. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. it's like every, every exposure is awesome. Every chance to, you know, make friends is also a chance to make an enemy. You right. Know? Like yeah. You just don't want to mess up. And I feel like I'm living on like borrowed time as it is. I, when I walked into the studio, which is, this is a rose moment, but it's always, you know, everything that's rose is heavy too. Yeah. But I saw my name on the door and it just says, watch what happens live, Heather Gay. And this is my first press thing. So this is the first time that I've like had a room with my name on. And it was this beautiful, sunlit, gorgeously decorated room. And in the reunion, we kind of got married and married. (laughs) We got married to our futures. We got ready in like little dark dressing rooms under COVID. So everyone was in hazmat suits. I couldn't see any of my glam team's faces. And so this was like a reunion for me to be with Caroline Makeup Time and Julius Michael, who really transformed me in a matter of like 45 minutes. They just come in, they look at each other, they make an assessment and they just... Yeah, just take care of business. like... I love it. Amazing what they can do. And they are just dear, dear friends now. And it was fun to be with them. And I walked in and I saw my name on the door and then you start to look at the decor and there are framed pictures inside the green room and they are pictures of, I'll just, I mean, I remember every single picture, Lady Gaga, Oprah, J-Lo, um, and I just forgot, <laughs> um, 
Joan Rivers. Wow. Like people like cool. that you think, what? Very cool. And you're like, her, wait a second, that's Oprah's butt next to the next to Andy? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then they walk you out. And you walk out and you're sitting there. And I wanted to just sit there and like touch the chair and see if it smelled like Oprah. Yeah. But like you're you're on TV from the moment you're there to the moment you leave, really. Yeah. And so you're thinking about a billion things, but mostly you're just thinking, don't screw up, don't screw up, don't screw up. And guess what? I did, guys. I screwed up. I thought you did great. That's my brand. <laughs> I thought you did great. I, I mean, I would rather have the chance to go out in the world and screw up than be at home not doing anything. Absolutely. So I welcome it. Absolutely. Well, okay. So what was the worm? The worm was, um, well, I guess that was the worm. Okay. I, I literally was just going to say, yeah. I guess maybe you just said your worm. Yeah, and that um, was my worm. My yeah. worm was that, um, you know, it's. It's all so much, but it's all, and so you want it. You and want, it's fleeting. And it's so fleeting. It's yeah. all so much and it's all so fast. Yeah. Yeah. That's my worm. Completely. What's I, your worm? And what's um, your apple? My apple. What's your crab apple? <laughs> <laughs> my crab apple. What's your hair filled tumor yep. <laughs> on this body of thought? <laughs> hair and some teeth. I think. I'm moving your mic a lot. I know. I'm so sorry. Is it because your back had to be strained it to was the table? Be, so I, I injured my shoulder and my neck from sleeping on the goddamn plane on the way to oh. New York. And I am, have not been the same. I went to physical therapy yesterday. <laughs> so it's just sore. And I could so tell like, you guys. I could tell. I could feel her energy. Yeah. So I like have to hold my mic this way. And I'm really sorry about the noise. And it's going to drive I'm other kind nuts, of an audio no engineer. Else, no when one it comes else to is going to care. People will, someone please send us a mean review about the side noise from Dre's mic so we can invest in a handheld mounted one or a wall mounted. I know we, we do need to get those. Anyway, um, I mean, my, my apple and worm are kind of one in the same because I was in such an emotionally sad and distraught place that I like that I feel sad that I was on this amazing trip and had, you know, all of this bullshit going on. But then the apple is that I absolutely got through it. Like, and I would have probably been home and upset and crying and, well, I don't really cry. We know this, but like, like, "Mm, I would have been. (laughs) Woman does not cry. And I was the movie, the holiday. (laughs) And I had so much gratitude that you guys would let me be with you. And I, it was like so healing. You know what I mean? Like the words out of my daughter's mouth, thank God you're here. (laughs) Her shirt popped open on live TV and her mouth was full and I don't know what to do with her. (laughs) It was, it was so wonderful. It was just so special to be there with you guys and to also be a part of that moment with Ashley, who like, I also love like a daughter and who I've, you know, known since she was five years old. In many ways, and you've known Ashley much longer than me. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I have like, because, well, I mean, even though we met, I mean, where it's more intense. Yes. Like we met when the girls were in kindergarten, but like. Ashley had traveled with you. She yes. had spent her life at your house and we had just been satellites. Yes, the exactly. Night, kind of. yeah. And it wasn't until we started beauty lab really that we like became so close, but I've known Ashley and like, I have loved and adored Ashley since she was little and so it was like really special and I felt really honored to be there with you guys and, and like 
it was just so great. It was like, it was so fun. It was just healing. like it was so healing. The messenger bag bitches. We all had our crossbody <laughs> messenger bags, and we looked like we should be in an album cover. And Ashley is as comfortable with Dre as any human being, you know. And yeah. so it's just like just effortlessly easy and fun. And it was fun to be with Ashley as kind of an adult. Yes, you know? yes, I know. And I we, I was missing Elsha. Yes, like, we, so we, missing Elsha. We needed Elsha there to have it be full circle. Yes, and we are going to plan a trip, Elshi. We but are. Elshi started school before Ash. Exactly, and so, yeah. So, but it made me excited because it was kind of like, okay, we're going to do something with with the two girls. Maybe you know during Christmas break or maybe next year even. But like, yeah. I really want to do a trip with us four, and. It was just so fun and, and really and do special. It, and remember what you promised us we would do a video. You would Yes, you would and we will do, do a video. video. We have to do a video for sure. I want to uh, do a tease for a future podcast when we discuss our psychic. Because we went and visited <gasps> yes. a psychic right there um, in the vil- in the meatpacking district. Yeah. Right by uh-huh. the hotel. And uh, she said some very interesting things that we could dissect at Absolutely. a later time. Yes. She also reached out to me in, um, the night of the premiere and said, I'm feeling your energy. I said, welcome to America. America, everybody's feeling it tonight. It's the season two premiere. <laughs> icy, icy, stay salty, Nicole. Um, <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. I know. It was just a really special, fun trip, and I loved it, and I'm so thankful that I got to go with you guys. It was fun. So your, what was your worm then? Just that, just that you were like, preoccupied. Like what I just kind of, no, not even that I was preoccupied, but I feel like waste, like it wastes the pretty, you know, oh, like yeah. I was so consumed and like was just so distraught, like, and I wish that I would have like been in just an amazing headspace and like been so excited and just like, oh my gosh, it's New York and whatever, even though I got there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you know what I'm saying? But like, sometimes just the pure distraction of having to pack a bag and get on a plane and walk through the airport, that's enough to keep your mind safe. You know what yes, I mean? Like, and then completely. it's just a switch up of environment, of your sleeping, of what you're eating, of where you're going, of the yeah. conversations you're having. You're using yeah. different skills. You're having to like map out our route. Right. Well, and it allowed me, like I needed... I needed to be distracted from the bullshit and to be with someone like you who could be like, Dre, the things you're upset about, you need to not sweat it. Let yeah. it go. Who cares? Dre's already won. <laughs> Believe it or not, she's walking on air. I never thought I could feel so free. I know. Mm. Anyway, it I, was. I it also want to address really. Okay, go ahead. Say what you're going to say. Well, I've just that it was a special trip and I'm really grateful it was fun. Did it you like getting um, meeting our new best friends? We're looking at you. The Reichs invited us to the presidential suite at the Montage this weekend. That's right. Because we. Oh my gosh, they were so out. fun. They we were so fun. We want the world to know. We they invited us. Yeah, I know. Wait, was it this weekend or next? It's this weekend. I think it's this weekend. Yeah, Montage. We're yep. coming. We're coming for you, <laughs> Molly. I'm looking at you. Your number's oh, in my phone. Malls. Malls and um, Brandon, right? I just remember the last name Reich. Yeah. It's hard to forget. I know. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Okay. That's fine. Well, I mean, do you have anything else to download about our New York trip? No, just my rose or rose and thorn or apple and worm. My apple was that we got an extra full day. We shopped. We mm-hmm. toured. We maximized it. And we still got to the airport with plenty of time. Yeah. And then my um, thorn was that it's all too much and all too fast when it's on live TV. Yep. Love it. That's a pretty, pretty small worm. That's a Sesame Street worm. (laughs) Well, it was a great trip and we always love you, New York. It's Oscar the Grouch's worm friend. What's his name? I don't remember. Simon? No, it's... uh, Snuggly? 
Miley or Milo? My, I don't remember. We're going to look it up and DM us yeah. the name of that worm. <laughs> okay. Well, before we wrap up, I just want, we wanted to take the opportunity to um, just spread the word about Don't Leave, the Don't Leave Foundation, uh, which provides scar treatment, laser scar treatment for self-harm scars and um, track marks. And we provide those free of charge, no questions asked here at Beauty Lab and Laser. Um, and it's part of the foundation that we started in my brother, Tim Robinson's name, who died by suicide November um, 21st. 21st, 2019. And seeing as it is September, Suicide Prevention Month, we just wanted to spread the word and spread the love. Share the love. Share the love. We always say take a pic, tag the lab, share the love. And with Don't Leave, we want to share the love because this is a service that if people don't know about it, they don't know to get it. And this is something else that people don't talk about. Yeah. But if you have a friend that you know has suffered from addiction or has suffered from self-harm and they dread the summer months, then get them in here during the winter so we can help uh, treat those scars and um, take away some of their triggers and also kind of give them a fresh start, clean slate as they work toward better mental health. Exactly. And we, it's, it's been such a gift for us. And I just wanted to read um, a little review or a little message that um, we got on social media and it was coming from a person who uh, comes to beauty lab to get their scars removed from a battle from addiction. And they said, I celebrate seven years on December 19th and what an awesome life-changing experience you are gifting me. Thank you so much. I truly feel blessed and honored to have been given this opportunity to feel not self-conscious about my scars. It is one of the last things that has really left my self-esteem low. You are changing my life. Thank you so much for helping folks who have fought the devil in addiction and choose life. You are a great person. Heather Gay, you really are awesome in my book. Mm-hmm. so nice we love you don't leave don't we're, leave we're glad that you were brave enough to stay and brave enough to come in and treat your scars and choose life because yep. it takes a lot of courage it to really life. does it does it does well well remember that the lab loves you and life is short by, by the, the lips, lips.